Hey teachers, this is Brie from Knowledge Nutritionist, and you're listening to the Back to School with Brie podcast, an exclusive series that breaks down how you, a busy teacher, can put quick, simple, and impactful healthy eating strategies into your days. Gone are the days of skipping eating all day to come home and binge on candy, or the days of exhausting yourself printing recipes and meal prepping all weekend long. Over these five short episodes, you'll get everything you need to start the year excited, empowered, and equipped to fuel your body right, and most importantly, stick with these healthy habits all year long. I'm your host, Bree, a registered dietitian and the wife of a middle school teacher. So I get it. It's so hard for teachers to be healthy, yet you're the ones who need and deserve it most. I am on a mission to make healthy simple, fun, and doable for educators, and I am so grateful that you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome to the first episode of this five-part back-to-school series. I want to know, are your food habits dictated by others? Your first thought is probably no, I'm an adult, I can feed myself, and I choose what, when, and how much I eat. But how much of your food habits and choices do you actually control? In this episode, we are going to explore why it's important to regain that control and go through three steps that you need to take to prioritize your nutrition and health habits. First, I want to know, do any of these situations sound like you? You have coffee for breakfast, that sandwich that you packed for lunch, But by the time you get home, you are exhausted and starving. You are too tired to even think about what to eat for dinner. So you grab that bag of popcorn from the cupboard and any random snacks that you can find. You lay on the couch, you are tired, you are stressed, and once you stop eating, you realize that you probably ate too much and you're feeling uncomfortable and a little guilty. Or you've just downloaded a diet app that all of your friends have been raving about. It sounds great, it's easy, and it's cheap. Awesome. All you have to do is log your food and stop eating once you hit your calories. So you go, you get it all set up, but it's so frustrating because you can't find any of the foods that you normally eat, or when you finally do put a full day in of logging everything, you realize that you hit your limit after binging on snacks after school, so you're not quite sure what to do. I guess it's water for dinner. It ends up causing so much stress to figure out how to make it work that you give up. Or is this you? You decide to go all in on being healthy. You are so excited. You decide that you are going to cut out sugar, carbs, fast food, and alcohol. You are all in on clean eating, You've got an exercise program, you are ready to go. You get to the grocery store and you freeze. It is so overwhelming. Do you start by reading food labels? Do you have to choose everything that's organic? Is gluten-free best? You end up leaving with a head of lettuce and the feeling of defeat. But then you get home, your friend calls you, it's time to go grab happy hour. And you really want to go, but you feel so guilty to already bail on these intentions and your plan that you set up. But Maybe at the restaurant, there'd be something you could order. So if any of these sound like you, I hear you. Healthy eating impacts and influences our energy, our stress, and our confidence as those three scenarios just showed. Let's dive a little bit more into that. 
When I'm saying that healthy eating impacts and influences our energy, what does that mean? Well, first of all, the food that we eat, from how much you're eating, what you're eating, when you're eating, on and on. All of that impacts how much energy you have, which is so important for teachers because you need a lot of energy. Your job is both mentally and physically draining. So you need to be able to both maintain your energy during the day so you don't crash at night leaving your family kind of sad and bummed out that you're not so present for them. Plus having that mental and physical energy to eat well, right? How often have you found that you are just so done physically and mentally by the end of the day that when you come home, even that plan that you had to make a healthy dinner is out the door because you just can't be bothered to do it. Or same thing on the weekends when it comes to maybe the idea of planning or prepping to eat healthy or to do something for your health. It's just that physical energy and that capacity to do it just isn't there. From a stress perspective, dieting and eating can be a source of stress. And on the flip side of that, stress can also impact your eating habits. So what I mean by that is like when we kind of told the little story about the app is if you are following a plan that is either confusing, that is time consuming, or that doesn't seem to fit your lifestyle, that can be a source of stress because you feel like I need to do this, I should be doing it, but it's just like pulling teeth to actually make it work. That can be stressful. On the other side, when you are stressed out, say you have a meeting with an administrator that causes some stress, or you're not getting along with your colleagues, or you have a negative interaction with the student or parents, when you hold on to that stress, not only does that impact how your body deals with stress from a gut perspective, but then also it's our habits, right? How often have you found yourself after a stressful day or a stressful encounter coming home to open the cupboards and grab whatever you can because it's just that comfort and that numbing is helpful when we are stressed out. Confidence. How does healthy eating impact our confidence? Well, food is a basic human need. Our bodies need it to survive and it is kind of the foundation for allowing everything that we need to do. So nutrition is fundamental. It's something basic that we need to do. So it can be very frustrating when you are unsure of how, what, or when to eat, what to buy, how to repair it, how much to eat. It can really feel like you are losing an element of control when it seems so simple of, okay, I just need to eat to feel my body, eat to feel healthy, eat to feel good. However, with the amount of misinformation out there, it can be stressful and it can kind of wear on our confidence that we're not able to take care of ourselves. It's tough to have that feeling of being out of control when we don't know how to feed ourselves. Also, nutrition impacts confidence because when you are fueled right and taking care of yourself, you feel better. You wake up excited to get dressed. You get that instant boost of confidence and you have high levels of self-esteem that carry you through all aspects of your life. All right, so now that we see how healthy eating impacts and influences your energy, your stress, and your confidence, how do we make it a priority? Because those three things are pretty important. So how do we turn that into your health, your eating habits, and what does it look like in practice? Well, let's start by looking at energy. How can you have that impact of having more energy? How can you use that to positively impact your healthy eating habits? 
Well, you need to eat foods for fuel, foods that fuel both you physically and mentally. That means having a custom approach both to what, when, and how much you are eating, meaning that you need the right balance of nutrients and calories for you. If you are an active teacher with young students that you're on your feet, running around all day, you're going to need more energy. And how can you prioritize your eating habits through stress? Let's make eating as stress-free as possible. It has to be easy. It has to be automatic, meaning it doesn't require much thought. And we need to ditch the diets, which we are going to talk more about in the next episode and probably a little bit through all five episodes. But healthy eating can become so stress-free when you know what to do, you are prepared, and you have the ability to be flexible because life's going to happen things are going to come up. So by equipping yourself with a toolkit of strategies, of knowledge, you won't have that stress of feeling like you are constantly cycling between being good and being bad, on track and falling off track. Also with stress, to prioritize your health and eating habits, you need to get a handle on emotional and mindless eating habits because we don't want food to be a coping mechanism for the stress, but then we also don't want that habit to be a source of stress. So we need to break that cycle. And then the third step to prioritizing your health and eating habits is to embrace that confidence aspect. So eat in a way that works for you, where both you have that confidence to fuel your body right through choosing accessible ingredients, you are eating and making meals that are enjoyable and that make you feel good, where grocery shopping, cooking, and even eating out all become positive experiences. So now I invite you to think about what do each of these mean for you? What would it feel like to have more energy, to have less stress, and to have more confidence, both in your food choices, in your nutrition, in your health habits, but also in your body and other aspects of your life? It's a big question, so it might take a little bit to reflect on that. To make it a little bit easier, think about even just one small step that you could take to put yourself first for these three reasons. You deserve to be confident, energetic, and stress-free. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope that now you have a better understanding of both how you deserve to and you 100% can put yourself first by focusing on your nutrition so that you have more energy, more confidence with less stress. In the next podcast episode in this series, we are going to take this idea one step further and break down how you can put a few simple strategies in place to make healthy eating simple and impactful. Be sure to follow along with your workbook for the notes and to guide you through this podcast in the next four episodes. If this was helpful, please, please share it with a fellow educator who needs to hear this message. And I look forward to tuning in with you for the next episode in this series.